0: Good afternoon and welcome to What's in the Cup. And uh, another great Thursday afternoon here at Georgia Southwestern. And it's my uh, great pleasure again uh, to welcome another terrific guest to the office today. Today we have with us Dr. David Jenkins, the director of our First Year Experience program. David, uh, glad to have you here and welcome.
1: Thank you, I'm happy to be here.
0: Now, now the doctor part of this is relatively new still right about a year ago this it, time
1: it is last may uh, i finished and graduated with my doctorate um, so i'm still getting used to that
0: all right so tell me what are you doing with all of your extra time now that you're not going to school and writing your dissertation and all of those things what have you filled that gap with
1: um well you you are keeping me busy Daughter weaver with uh, <laughs> first year experience um, creating that new department and um, adding programming and workshops and events for students uh, quite quite busy
0: okay good well I didn't want you to have any free time <laughs> on your hands but I do want to say uh, again and I've, I've said this before congratulations on completing the degree it's always um a major accomplishment in in anybody's life and and i know the work and time that's required to do that and so we congratulate you and and uh, hope that you're enjoying your new status as right. dr david jenkins yes. thank you uh, thank you i am it does take a while to get used to people calling you that it so, does it really and uh, i don't think your family ever quite gets comfortable with the idea
1: <laughs> they like to joke me about it that's, right. I <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right well you know that's part of it, and uh, you can hold it over them for the rest of your life. So don't worry. That's right. All right. Today we've got a lot of things uh, to talk about on on our on the podcast, and and uh, certainly David's going to share with us a lot of the things that are coming up. Uh, we always like to start with the uh, discussion about student success and retention, and this is the time of the year uh, in my mind when when both of these. Uh, items are really front and center. And so, uh, well, you know, David, let's start with uh, what's coming up on Saturday. It's Storm Day, right? This is our first Storm Day. So explain what Storm Day is and who's coming.
1: Okay. So Storm Day, um, the acronym stands for Seizing the Opportunity to Register and More. Uh, it was created on um, Probably 50, close to 15 years ago, we started having Storm Day. It's uh, where the students come, meet with advisors, get registered for classes. Um, we've always had four, uh, typically two in June and two in July. And this year we have a, a new format. So we're starting it early, we're starting it in April, and then we'll have a couple in May, a couple in June, and then a couple in July as well. Okay. Um,
0: so we're expanding the number. Uh, of opportunities but if I understand right we're also reducing the total number that can come to any one storm day.
1: That, that is correct. So we are having seven total dates but we are capping each one at 65 freshmen. Uh, this is just going to allow for more personal interaction with those students and families, um, better advising, um, the interaction with um, our current students, our storm spotters, the peer mentors, uh, the FYE staff. Uh, our goal is that they leave here with their schedule, a correct schedule, and their student ID. And so we will make sure those things happen this Saturday.
0: You know, and thats it's always an interesting time because you see the, the families uh, are with them. Almost always they, they have somebody with them. Very, I guess they could, somebody could come alone, but it's pretty rare. Um, and, and, but when they walk out holding that schedule and their ID, it's like it's real. It is. And they think, I'm a, I'm a college student now. And uh, they start that process of starting to believe that this is really where they're headed. And uh, it's always uh, a, fun, a fun thing for the, for the parents to go through that. And Christy and I get the chance to to visit with the parents away from the students and talk to them about what they're going to go through and some of the, some of the ideas and, and thoughts and uh, some of the concerns they might have and, and how they uh, can help their student uh, without uh, – becoming a hindrance to their student and so it's always a fun conversation it's interesting uh and christy's Christie's version of what to tell them and how to act and my version of that are two pretty different uh things which it shouldn't shouldn't come as a big surprise but uh it's always a good conversation i know the students have similar conversations when the parents aren't around
1: they
0: do and uh, so you got them you got them working with Storm spotters, with advisors and uh, all kinds of folks throughout the day.
1: All right, uh, faculty, staff, the deans are going to be involved. Um, the students, the storm spotters. We have a new team this year. Very excited. Um, they've just finished going through the leadership class. So. They're ready to, ready to meet their students this weekend.
0: Very good. The first the first storm day, Saturday morning, and this one is scholarship recipients uh, only?
1: It is. We right. open that up just for the uh, students who have received a uh, Georgia Southwestern scholarship.
0: So any Georgia Southwestern scholarship, but it has to be provided by the university. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have a nice crowd here, and Saturday will be a, an interesting day because I think we also have the... Um, uh, phoebe sumter uh, women 's Health Symposium or something going on in the uh, storm dome so there 's going to be a lot of people uh, around and make make it kind of fun
1: And a home uh, I believe a home baseball game home as baseball well. game
0: yeah. that 's right big baseball uh weekend yeah. for our guys they are um, they are in eighth place, which is the last position that gets to go to the conference tournament they 're playing a team that 's in 10th uh, place i think but the ninth place team uh is actually tied with us on record but we have the tiebreaker so if if we win two out of three and they win three and lander wins three out of three they would jump over us if we both win two out of three we get to go so uh yeah the, the, this will be a fun weekend of watching our guys and keeping your eye on the scoreboard as well so uh, a lot. And it should be a fun, nice weekend with lots of activities. Yeah. So. The
1: weather's supposed to be great this weekend.
0: And that's always helpful for Storm Day to have nice weather on Storm Day. We don't want any storms <laughs> on Storm Day. Um, okay, so uh, that's part one of uh, retention and student success. Obviously, is getting those students in. Uh, but we also know that enrollment is open, right? And so it students is. can be enrolling right now. And I know you guys are doing a lot of work over there in the First Year Experience office uh, helping students get enrolled. So what do, you, what do you want them to know? What do you want everybody to know about what's going on with enrollment?
1: Uh, enrollment is open. Uh, students can register from now until school starts. Of course, we're, we're pushing really hard to get the students in before they leave for the summer. We want to make sure they have registered for classes, completed their FAFSA, and done their housing assignment if they're going to live on campus. Uh, Retention's looking really good, uh, so we're very proud of that. Uh, We've still got a group of freshmen we haven't got a hold of yet, but we are tracking them down. The RAs are knocking on their doors, and uh, we're going to get them in that office before they leave next week.
0: Now, uh, obviously you guys have a, a high level of involvement with our freshmen, and you're working with them, and we would assume... Maybe to my detriment, but that most of our juniors and seniors are really hooked into their, to their, uh, to their major as far as, you know, they're, they're, they can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. We would expect they would come back, they would finish their classes, they would get their degree if they've made it that far. And they should have a, an advisor within their college or their department, uh, and they should really be on track. Uh, who you know it's that group of sophomores that concern me right they they're not really freshmen anymore but maybe they haven't fully engaged at the college or department level and so How do we reach out to them and what can we be doing right now to kind of make sure those students are finding their way?
1: Right. um, That's a concern for ours as well. Those students, um, they they do have an advisor um, that's assigned to them in their academic program. But we are we get concerned about them as well. And we do work and service all students, not just first year students. Mm -hmm. Um, We are looking at um, creating a new task force uh, for advising between Uh, the division of student engagement and success and academic affairs uh, to kind of look at some of those issues Um, and that's going to be starting up this summer
0: yeah now we've got a retention summit coming up on may the Mm -hmm. third next friday and Mm -hmm. so i know that uh, i I certainly expect that this particular topic will be uh, a part of the discussion because We we do a pretty I think we do a great job of getting students in getting them connected. I think our numbers this year showed that from you know first semester to second semester our retention number was way up and that we saw a lot of students doing well. Uh, But it's that it's that gap that we seem to be uh, trying to close is you know. How do we make sure they stick around until they find their place? And, uh, you know, a lot of students, I was never one of these students, but there are students who come here that want to be uh, medical doctors and want to go into med school. And maybe at the end of that third semester or fourth semester, they start looking at their grades and they think, well, you know, maybe med school is not in my future. So they're not hooked up necessarily. I mean, they're, they're kind of departing where they thought they were going to go. But they haven't landed anywhere and so who's advising them and where you know where are they connecting i think that's the those are the students that worry me right are the ones that that started out with one idea maybe changing minds uh, but they're not they're not fully hooked in yet and so trying to find a way to to get that group
1: that's a concern for ours too and um, this school year we had uh, we implemented individual meetings for first-year students where someone from the Fye staff spend some time meeting one-on-one face-to-face with every freshman our first-year student to have some intentional conversations about are you connected have you gotten involved how's your major we've we made some major changes we made referrals to other departments and, and I think that we're really seeing the benefits in that payoff uh, we are looking at um, we do use the uh, focus Two assessment for uh, career readiness and we're toying with the idea of having all first-year students take that not just the students that are are undecided Undecided, Uh, we're also looking at um, uh, having all of our first-year students take the strengths quest so that we can use that during a new student orientation in august as well
0: yeah yeah no those are all those are all good things and like i said we've got retention summit coming up next uh, friday and if you're uh, if you are not scheduled to be there and would like to be a part of that conversation i know that uh you can uh, call david call dr boren uh, and be a part of that discussion because uh, that, as we've said many times, uh, we want to recruit more students and we think we are recruiting more students. But it's making sure that our students can be successful while they're here that will really drive our, our growth. And, and, uh, and, and of course, we ought to be in the business of students being successful here, not right. incoming and failing. Uh, that's not good for them. It's not good for our society. It's not good for our reputation institutionally so there's a whole lot of reasons why uh, we need to make sure we're doing everything we can to help students be successful Um, all right a couple things a couple events coming up we mentioned baseball this weekend in addition to uh, all of the pressure I guess or all of the uh, ramifications of the baseball tournament or baseball schedule this weekend it's also senior uh weekend so on Sunday we'll be recognizing the seniors on the baseball team and um yeah I, I, that one it always gets me um uh, because I know uh I've been a parent of of a senior and it's a nice to be recognized and it's a great time to say thank you to these players but I also know when that game ends it's over and it's over so fast and you can never go back and play those games again. And as a parent, uh, you, you, you know, they, the, the parents go to so many games and they're traveling every weekend and they get connected to the other parents. And then all of a sudden it just ends. And so it's, uh, it's emotionally very tough. And uh, in many cases they've been watching the, their young men or young women, whatever the sport might be for, you know, 10, 12, 13 years, they've been doing this. And so, Uh, It's bittersweet to say the least, but we will uh, recognize those seniors and uh, thank them for all of their uh, involvement here on campus and representing our institution. Uh, Then next week we have, on Tuesday, we have the faculty, the uh, general or all faculty meeting on Tuesday at 2.30 in the nursing auditorium. I know there's a lot of business that has to be taken care of. Uh, it's always a good time to uh, make sure we're all on the same page heading into the summer. And then following the uh, meeting, uh, we will have the faculty and staff awards program on Tuesday night. It's always a great event. It mm-hmm. is. And yes. I think this year we're going to have the awards. Uh, we've separated the student awards, which were done a couple weeks ago. And so this will be faculty and staff. And then following, we'll have a nice reception mm-hmm. afterwards. So hope everybody will have a, take a chance to, to just hang out. Uh, and, and uh, catch up with everybody at the busy time of the year and, and uh, everybody will be wrapping up their semester. And then after that, if you really want to have a good day, uh, just stick around because Waffles with the Weavers is Tuesday night. So you can go straight from the uh, reception to uh, Waffles and uh, start your uh, evening off with, with breakfast. Um, and, and, the,
1: and the students love that event. They, they are lined up in the hallway an hour before that the doors open on that one there
0: they do said. and it's yeah. uh, it's great fun for for us too and and i know a lot of folks come out and help us uh work and uh, we do you know it's full breakfast eggs bacon sausage waffles uh you know pancakes the, the whole the whole thing biscuits gravy probably and um, and the students don't need their ids they don't or they don't don't, they might need an id but they don't need they don't need to have a meal plan i guess what i'm trying to say it's for all students and we hope that uh, they will all take advantage of it so if you know some students who think oh i don't have a meal plan i can't go please tell them uh, this one is a freebie and uh, we want them to come and enjoy and and, uh, and and be there and then of course that means that the next day, Wednesday finals start right so we uh we have a great event on tuesday night just to uh, get them ready for finals which uh, starts on wednesday and goes through uh, the following tuesday so you know we are right here at the end uh we 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 got Mm -hmm. only a few more days of classes and then finals so um, that's that's all coming up next week and we hope that uh, all of our students and all of our faculty are
1: ready for finals and
0: uh, Are are in good
1: shape. I want to put a plug in if I can. Uh We have partnered with our supplemental instructors or we call them SI tutors. Uh, They are going to be offering additional supplemental instruction sessions on reading day this year. So we'll be um, sending that out to the students uh, tomorrow and Monday and and really encourage them to they need that last-minute study group uh, to to go to those sessions on Tuesday.
0: Right and I know that the library always extends their hours uh, during uh the last couple weeks of the semester to make sure that students have access to the materials they need but also uh, the space and the facilities that allow for some uh, last-minute studying i'm sure it's uh, not nobody's cramming Uh, they're just they're just making sure they got that uh, information solidified in their brains Uh, but so there's lots of opportunities for students on campus
1: to get the help and the support that they need and um and they bring the dogs out to the library that week as well so the students can take a little study break and that's right spend some time petting the the, the dogs
0: <laughs> i i should yeah i i would bring my dog but uh, coco is <laughs> a little rambunctious for the library she I don't, may get uh, kicked out of the library <laughs> she probably would get kicked out of the library and and she'd probably take a few books with her she uh she has a tendency to grab stuff and take it wherever she's headed um couple things i wanted to uh bring up just uh as general conversation uh tomorrow uh the reason we're recording this today on thursday is uh, tomorrow morning i'm going to head up to uh, gordon state college for the investiture of dr kirk nooks who is uh wrapping up his first year as the president of gordon state Uh, and that's always a great opportunity for uh, for me to represent uh, georgia southwestern and to be a part of a great celebration, and uh, certainly, uh, it becomes, it has become or this year. It became much more uh, relevant to me as uh, as I uh, got to enjoy the investiture event and to see my colleagues uh, and friends that across the system show up for mine. Uh, made me realize how important and uh, that is. And so I'm going to go uh, mm-hmm. represent. And be there for for Dr. Nooks.
1: We still have students tell us that that was the best week that they've had this this academic year. They really enjoyed everything that went on that
0: week. It was fun, and I and I and I know that we're uh, looking at doing some, maybe family week uh, or weekend uh, in the fall next year to try to create some of that uh bring that back because we we really need a nice uh much like we have homecoming week in the spring uh institutionally i think it'd be really fun to have a nice week like that
1: we are we were uh we were looking at that yesterday yeah i think that'll
0: be a lot of fun and and Mm -hmm. some of the things that we were able to do uh again could be uh, there's no reason why they can't be annual uh traditional events here on campus and so uh, it was fun and uh and so i'm gonna uh, and I know that uh, Gordon State, they, I've been watching and they've had lots of events this week. They've been doing uh, lots of things, much like we did. And so uh, it'll be a great honor to be there for uh, President Nooks. Um, I, I mentioned this in, uh, in our cabinet meeting uh, earlier this week, but I, I caught a note the other day. Uh, I get uh, some different things that, that come to me in the email. And uh, this one caught my eye. Yale University is... Um, making some changes they have decided in their library that they are going to reduce their number of books from 150,000 books down to 40,000 books uh, I mentioned we I find it interesting because when we you know as we look at our uh, library one of the things that we've talked about is that we have too many books and you think oh my gosh a, a library can't have too many books right but uh, in today's world with the availability of of uh, electronic books and and the, and the way that we interact with books and the environment we like to create around libraries and uh, the environment. Uh, e- even places like Yale, which we would probably hold up as one of the most academic uh, institutions in our country, is uh, making this kind of adjustment. And so uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll be having that discussion across campus about what does a modern day library look like, uh, what, what Resources does it have, and uh, how do how do our students and faculty and staff interact uh, with the library? But that that just I don't know struck me. That is very interesting. Yeah, I thought that was uh, interesting.
1: I'm old school. I still like to have the physical books. So yeah.
0: I agree. I agree. I I I still go to Barnes and Noble and buy them and stack them up and (laughs) and now I don't know what to do with them all, but I still have them. Um, But obviously our students. Are starting to adapt to the electronic books as we see the, uh, the uh, open o- open resource, uh, yeah, open educational resources being used more and more, and it's saving our students a significant amount of money, yeah. and uh, I, I just think that trend will continue. Uh, The other thing that caught my eye this week is, uh, as you all, I mean, President or or Vice President Biden announced today, this morning, that he's going to jump into the uh, Democratic field for the presidency, Uh, but a couple of the presidential candidates, and one in particular, has uh, made a big deal out of the fact that she's calling for uh, free college and uh, elimination of student debt, Um, and I I think I saw the number was, this was like a $1.25 trillion uh, idea. And I think this was on top of her other ideas, which were trillion dollar healthcare ideas and trillion dollar, some other idea that she might have. And while I certainly advocate for opportunity and access for every student that has the ability and the desire to go to college, I want to be cautious with our students and, and let them know that you probably shouldn't run out and take every loan possible, thinking that in a couple of years that uh, it's all gonna get wiped out. Uh, I, I, find, I find her rhetoric and her idea to be, uh, uh, I, would, I would say impossible, uh, but certainly dead on arrival as you look at the legislative process that would have to happen. Uh, to make that uh, a a really viable idea. So I just wanna caution everybody that uh, throughout the presidential election process, you're gonna hear candidates make all kinds of promises and suggestions, and this is what they want to do. And the reality between what somebody wants to do, what they can do, uh, and and what the United States can afford oftentimes are are, uh, very, very different. And so um, that one, while I certainly, as I said, I support the idea, Uh, Of sending as many people as possible to college and and hopefully completing college the idea that They're not gonna have to pay for it sounds a little far-fetched And then of course then you heard people who had just recently paid off their student loans said well wait a second That wouldn't be fair so I want, my, I want all the money I paid back on my student loan, I want you to give me my money too. So that would take the 1.25 trillion to you know, 2.8 trillion or something. So it gets a little ridiculous, uh, some of the things that are going on. Uh, but I thought that was an interesting discussion and, I, and clearly it's going to be out there. Uh, Bernie Sanders, as we all know, has called for free college uh, when he ran last time, I'm sure he'll continue. And so it'll be an interesting discussion um, over the next <laughs> two years, years. To, uh, to get to the election. But I just wanted our students and everybody to uh, take these kinds of ideas with a grain of salt and uh, test them against reality from time to time. Um, all right, couple things coming up on campus I wanted to uh, bring everybody's attention to starting tonight. The theater department is uh, showcasing Julius Caesar, a play uh, tonight, uh, the 26th, 27th, uh, all at 8 o'clock in the uh, theater. And then on the 28th, which oh, that would be Sunday, at uh, 2.30, matinee on Sunday at 2.30. So Julius Caesar, an adaptation of the Julius Caesar play, will be uh, running in the theater. And I hope everybody has a chance to go see that. And then on May the 10th, uh, if you haven't heard or seen about the hailstorm uh, athletic department fundraiser, uh, they are still selling golf balls. The idea is that they're going to drop up to 2,000 golf balls out of a helicopter, and uh, closest one to the pin uh, or to the marker is going to win $25,000 i am I'm, I'm sure I, I know the the party that's going to be going on around the event the food uh the band uh the entertainment uh is worth a hundred dollars all by itself so Definitely. for a hundred dollars you get the ticket plus you get a chance to win twenty five thousand yeah. dollars so
1: I, i'm sure you've bought a couple i right? have, well i bought one but I'm, <laughs> I'm considering buying a second i know it's going to be a, 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 a i'm really excited about it it's going to be a great event and um I've got several family members that have bought some They're planning to come. And so we're really, really looking forward to that.
0: I think, you know, from what I understand, it's a brand new venue. uh, And so it's supposed to be really nice. Obviously, it's a a venue for events and parties and things. So uh, I think it's going to be I think the party itself is going to be a lot of fun. And then the spectacle of the golf balls falling out of the helicopter will be uh, interesting. And then, of course, everybody likes the chance that they might win some money. Right. right. Uh, That's why I go to the horse races. Um, and there'll be 10 winners, not just one. That's correct. 10 winners. Unfortunately, in, when you go to the horse races, there's not 10 <laughs> winners. There's usually only three, and it's never seemed to be the ones that that I picked. All right. A couple more questions for David. Um, we've got orientation uh, coming up. We I know Storm Day is is you come and you get your class schedule you get your ID and you know you start to so but that's different from orientation right and so it tell is. me about orientation some of the changes or some of the things that are going to be happening with orientation so
1: when we kind of when we think of freshman or new student orientation we think really it's two parts there's the storm day uh, where they come during the summer register get their classes that's the real focus of that orientation is where they come and get more acclimated to the university we have completely revamped the orientation program this year and it's gonna be like something we've never seen before at GSW. Um, we are actually moving, move-in day is gonna be on Tuesday, August the 13th. So that's a really big change uh, for, for uh, George Southwestern. Uh, then and it's only gonna be for freshmen. So they'll be here for a few days before the upper class students move in. The uh, freshman orientation program is gonna run from Wednesday through Friday of that week. Uh, and it's going to be very set up like a, a conference format type setting where they'll be going to different sessions. We've partnered with Academic Affairs so we can uh, include the University of 1000 classes and instructors. They'll get class credit. Um, it's a very robust program that I think that they will enjoy, but we've got to get everyone head wrapped around it. Yeah, We um, have two different committees working on this. Um, that Saturday, August the 17th, we're going to make as an optional day, but highly encouraged we're going to do some Uh, service projects on campus in the community. We're going to have some targeted session for specific student populations and also provide um, opportunities to see some of the local areas like Plains and Andersonville and some of those places. Uh, On Sunday, August the 18th, we're going to have the Freshman Convocation uh, the same way we uh, implemented it last year um, where we'll be in the Storm Dome and then once they finish they'll march down Hello Walk and that was just really special and I think the students uh, really enjoyed that um, it just gives them a tie into the campus and, and a commitment there f- to the university to uh, the c- is committing to that student success and then classes will start on Monday
0: well that's uh, that is a big change it's a very big change uh, and uh, mm-hmm. I think
1: it's gonna be very exciting
0: and the idea to, that we can get our freshmen on campus and, and then have three or four days just mm-hmm. with them and, yes. and really helping them connect with each other, connect mm-hmm. with the institution uh, without throwing them in the fire, so to speak, right. right? They have a few days to adjust, to adapt to their new environment. Uh, I think it's a really great idea and uh, certainly uh, encourage uh, folks who are interested. And I know obviously you're getting lots of faculty involved, lots of staff will be involved. Yes. Uh, but if somebody's interested and wants to be a part of that, I'm sure they can get in touch please, with you. Please, please
1: reach out to us. We would yeah. love to have them, them help good Uh, yes so it won't be just connecting with fye staff and storm spotters it's across campus right so and uh, this
0: i think it will really help uh again it's building like you said it's building the connection and building a a a real pride in your institution this is my institution they you know we we are together in this and uh, connecting them in a really powerful way uh and, and i so I, I think it's great. I'm excited. Now, tell me, the other thing I wanted to ask you about was storm spotters. Um, I hear, you know, we, this group is the storm spotters. This group is the Zephyrs. And, you know, OK, so tell me, what is a storm spotter and what is their role and how are they uh, interacting with both our students and uh, the faculty?
1: Okay, So traditionally, the storm spotter was the um, they served in the role of helping the former ARC or academic resource center with the University of 1000 classes but when we created the division or the department of first-year experience we um, ended up with two teams we had the orientation team we had the storm spotters so we said let's put these two teams together and have one dynamic team uh, so they are orientation leaders but their team name is the storm spotters so they are helping with students transition both academically and socially into the university so they help with planning the programming uh, putting on events for students they will be in the University 1000 classes as co instructors uh, with those faculty members, uh, but their role is to serve as a year long peer mentor uh, to these first year students.
0: How many storm spotters, approximately? Uh, approximately around 28. 28, okay. And so in the past, they've worked just in the first semester.
1: In the past, they did. Now this year, we did have um, some that came back in the fall and helped us. Okay. We were able to secure some funding for that.
0: Okay. So are we still planning to extend the storm spotter program from one semester to throughout the entire the year? The whole year. Yeah. Okay. So these these storm spotters will be embedded and and partnering with uh, faculty to identify students that
1: need a little extra help. I guess. That's right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Yeah. Helping um, build some um, some student led workshops and and, um, programs for students. Um, I guess who better to learn from than from your peers and things like that? Well, we certainly know that uh, as adults,
0: a lot of our students are adults, but uh, there's a lot of them that that are still 17, 18 years old. And sometimes when we tell them things, uh, might be good advice, but it's not always advice they trust or believe or uh, uh, understand. And so hearing it from a peer certainly makes it a little bit more real, and uh, these are people that have had the experience uh, very recently. And so it's a great, great program, have, um, and I so know you guys pick, uh, go through a process to they select had, these uh, students.
1: They did. They had to apply. They had to have uh, faculty recommendations. They had to go through an interview process. And then they, this spring semester, they have taken the uh, leadership course, uh, learning about Just developing their leadership skills and and preparing. And there are quite a few on the new team that are current freshmen. So I'm very excited about that.
0: Yeah. All right well we're, uh, we're appreciative of all that uh, those folks do, all the, all the students and, and uh, certainly I think what we're seeing happen in the first year experience is, uh, has been a great addition to campus and we're starting to see uh, a real impact and I know that uh, your leadership over there has been a real help and, and I'm very excited about the work you're doing over Thank there. You. So uh, I hope that you're too, Uh, starts to embed some of those changes and they become more normal and uh, everybody starts to really uh, fit in and understand exactly how that works. Change is always a little difficult until it becomes a standard operating procedure and so uh, keep up that good work. Uh, A couple things I wanted to mention we've talked about it before uh, but earlier this week uh, we had some uh, visitors here from uh, Joko Normal uh, University over in China, and uh, they had a great experience on campus. They uh, had a chance to see Georgia Southwestern, uh, get a sense for our community, get a sense for our campus, meet some of our faculty and our staff that will be uh, helping to make the uh, relationship with Joko Normal uh, a very positive thing for uh, both institutions. I want to I particularly thank uh, Linda Lee, Purvis for her work on this partnership and, and certainly on the visit itself. Uh, Christy, uh, my wife Christy, did a great job uh, coordinating and helping make sure that we treated them uh, similarly to how they treated us when we were over in China and I got to say they treated us great and so we, we wanted to reciprocate uh, in a very positive way and, and, and so Christy's very good at that and she did a great job. And uh, Dr. Guh over in uh, computer science, uh, our department head uh, over there, he uh, was terrific. I mean, he uh, basically served as a translator uh, and and spent most of the day with uh, our visitors uh, from China and, and uh, walked them around campus and helped make sure that the communication was uh, positive. And I, I know that he's not a full-time interpreter. I uh, can't imagine the difficulty of listening to somebody talk, trying to remember everything they said, and then also trying to figure out you know how do you say that in a a very different language and and i i get that in there's some english words that do just simply don't translate into chinese and so uh, i just want to i want to thank him for his work and and for helping make that uh, such a positive visit and the nice thing is the relationship is going to start with computer science and so uh, I, I hope that he had a good experience and I think, I'm sure they invited him uh, to come over. And uh, if we're gonna be teaching some computer science courses, I hope that's something that uh, he'll take advantage of. But he was great and, uh, and, and so everybody else was too. I mean, we had, we had a lot of um, great positive feedback. So that was a nice visit. We'll be finalizing that uh, deal soon. And uh, those students should start in China in September. And so we're anticipating that uh, once they get started, we'll then get in the mix with sending some faculty over there and and a couple of years from now, we'll have uh, hopefully somewhere between 100 and 120 students coming to GSW from China.
1: That's great, great opportunity.
0: It'd be really interesting to see how that impacts uh, and helps our campus. Uh, a couple of uh, things, uh, final things to bring to everybody's mind this month is uh, Distracted Driving Awareness Month. Uh, I don't always mention Things that are you know this month or that month but uh, I've seen a couple of ads uh, that particularly focus on uh, young people uh, that were killed uh, because of it and uh, it just makes every time I see uh, a a young man or young woman uh, that was killed uh, it reminds me of all of our students and then to think that here we go into getting ready to finish the semester and send everybody away uh, and I just want them all to come back and I want them to all come back healthy. And so, uh, it's certainly good advice. I'm guilty of it myself from time to time. Um, but, uh, you know, there've been moments when I've been looking at my phone and, you know, the tires get off on the side of the road and, you, and it just makes you realize you know, you don't, it takes a second and all of a sudden you're not where you're supposed to be. And uh, so I encourage everybody to, uh, put the phone away, drive safe, and uh, we want everybody to come back uh, healthy. And, and I cannot imagine, um, and I'm sure there's people that have to live with this all the time, but if, if you are the one that causes the accident, uh, that, would be a, that would be a horrible thing to have to live with. And I don't want any of our students to have to experience that. So uh, Distracted Driving Awareness Month, put the phone away, pay attention to what you're doing, and, um, and let's keep everybody safe. And then uh, I also want to mention uh, I've got a good friend that works over at uh, Louisiana Tech in Ruston, Louisiana. Uh, They were hit by some really, really uh, difficult tornadoes uh, last night, Uh, I saw some video, their baseball field was completely torn up, softball field was destroyed, Uh, residence halls lost windows, uh, roofs, uh, and uh, a couple people were killed, not Louisiana Tech uh, students. Uh, or no relation to Louisiana Tech, but the community there was hit hard and, and certainly this community knows what it's like to be hit by a tornado and the devastation that it can have and so I just uh, wanna reach out to our friends and colleagues uh, and peers over there at Louisiana Tech and let them know we're thinking about them and uh, and understanding that this is uh, never good for a university campus to have to experience this. So. Uh, They're out They're on my mind uh, today. Well, that's uh, that's the end of uh, what's in the cup for the last week before finals. Um, Maybe next week I should have a student who's uh, either just completed finals or just about to take a finals to have them come on and tell me what they're feeling. Uh, But uh, I'm not sure if we can if we can afford to the uh, FCC violations that we might have to deal with but uh, anyway we'll uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do next week next week uh hope everybody has a great weekend obviously storm day on uh, saturday baseball all weekend and student
1: appreciation day tomorrow
0: the student Appreciation day tomorrow it's tomorrow well, we ought to appreciate the heck out of them because uh, tomorrow uh, tended
1: to on, on the front lawn here they're gonna good. have uh, i think uh four or five food trucks and games and inflatables so it's it's always a uh, students really look forward to that That
0: is a fun day. And uh, now i got to hurry back from the investiture and uh, get here for some of that. So I hope everybody has a great weekend. I look forward to uh, seeing you all next week. And remember, Waffles with the Weaver next Tuesday night.